reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Created for good works, 
must think correctly, quickly. Time is running down. Clubs, the more enlightened they are. I don't know whether it's true, but you know, I mean, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I'm just, you know. Hallelujah. The people at the back, you're not clapping. Can you hear me at the back? Beautiful. All right. How many of you are enjoying the service thus far? I believe that the presence of God is here with us. And last week, I enjoyed the word immensely. I don't know about you. I enjoyed the word immensely. And I can't wait for tonight's word. Hallelujah. How many of you are looking forward to tonight's word? You are looking forward to a personal revelation in the word. Yeah. And, but before the word comes tonight, 
we need something to you know clear the way clear the passages make sure that everything is arranged the way it should be so ladies and gentlemen why don't you join me clap your hands properly and let's welcome to minister to us our sister mary come on put your hands together for mary tonight put your hands together i'm watching the, the people here beautiful beautiful of you desire that Jesus will be the reason why you are here. Hallelujah. Jesus my passion in life is to know you This journey of loving you more. Oh, Jesus, you showered your goodness on me. Give me your love so free.
me yourself. You all I need, you all I want. Then give me yourself. Every time I kneel down and I pray, every time I read my Bible, give me yourself. Every time I go down on my knees, every time I think of you, Lord, give me yourself. You all I need, you all I want. Give me yourself. Come on, I want your hand clap to be much better. Your hand clap is onto the Lord. Hallelujah. It's a hand clap onto the Lord. Let it be proper tonight. Let it be proper tonight. Let it be proper tonight. Well, at this time, I'm happy to announce that it's time for our brothers and sisters who are in the new convert school to kindly rise to their feet and make their way to their special class. They have a special restaurant. They eat different food from us. So if you are a new convert, kindly rise to your feet. Take everything of yours, your iPhone, your iPad, and your pastors are waiting. Pastors, please give them a wave so that they know where you are. Your pastors are waiting on the left-hand side. Clap for them as they make their way there. All new converts. Beautiful. God bless you. Just rise, take your things, and make your way there. God bless you. Encourage them. Encourage them tonight. Beautiful. Encourage them. They're eating specially formulated food for them. Beautiful. So many young people. Beautiful. God will be formed in them before Satan can reach them, I tell you. Beautiful. Lovely. Well, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for something tasty. It's time for something that your soul enjoys. Hallelujah. Now, how many of you genuinely enjoy the word that is preached in this church? Yeah. And if you're a Basenta leader, I want you to make it a point to learn how to preach from a great preacher. Hallelujah. Don't just come and watch Bishop every, every Saturday and just go away. Learn something from him. Hallelujah. Learn how to walk around whilst you are preaching. Learn how to hold the mic while you are preaching. But also tonight, learn to stand to your feet and clap your hands, make some noise, and welcome to this pulpit, the Bishop Edwin Morgan.
can your hand clap be a little louder tonight and you can add a shout Father, we thank you for the beautiful privilege and opportunity to be in your presence, to hear your word, to hear your word, to hear your word. It's a privilege to hear your word. The Bible says there was a time when the word of God was scarce. We thank you for a a season and a time when we can come to church and hear your word. Lord, speak to us today in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated if you have a seat. (laughs) Do you have a seat? A soft seat. A dollarized soft. (laughs) It's a blessing. Well, tonight, God wants to tell you something. Amen. You want to hear it? Yes. God wants to say something to you. And I need you to listen very carefully because I think that I am preaching one of the most important messages a Christian will ever hear and should hear and should know about. Should know about. Your, your foundation as a Christian is... is is based on this message and um, the book i'm using in this season is the seven great principles and there are many different there are many different principles we have seven great principles of salvation seven great principles for a great change seven great principles of a peculiar life which is what i'm preaching now From there, I'm going to seven great principles of a supernatural life. I can't wait for that day. Supernatural life. Beautiful. Then we have seven great principles on spiritual growth. Yes. And then we have seven great principles of fruitfulness. 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 Good meals are are, are, are ahead of you. Then finally, we have seven great principles of establishment. Let's clap our hands for our pastor giving us this book to learn from, to minister from, and to enjoy. Clap your hands for Jesus. And uh, so, tonight, I'm continuing with the seven great principles of a peculiar life. A peculiar life. Say, a peculiar life. Yes, the word peculiar simply means different from the normal. Different from the usual. Now, if you are a Christian, you must be different from the normal. You see, the 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 church today, that is the New Testament children of God, 
as the New Testament children of God, we can go into the Old Testament and look at the Old Testament children of God who were the Israelites. Now, who still exists today? The Jews are still in, the, in town. Yeah. Now, wherever you go in the world, when you see a Jew, you know this is a Jew. Because they are different. While we are in our jeans and t-shirts and kabas and kaftans and all the things, the Jews have a distinct way of dressing. When you see them, they have their beard, they have a certain twirling of the hair, one here, men, not women, the hair, one there, they have, they, 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 they are always in black and white, black suit, white shirts, and they have their hats. If you meet them at the airport, their hats are likely in a special case. Special hard case. I mean, you can't miss a Jew when you see one. You can't miss a Jew when you see one. You can't miss a Jew. Even in spite of the world wars and all the harassments and all the, all the afflictions and the treatments they receive, even their names are unique. When you see a Jewish name, you know this is a Jewish name. You know? Now, we who are today's children of God, the New Testament children of God, must also be different from the usual and the normal. My dear friend, if your salvation is important to you, then please listen to me. You cannot mix with the crowd. You can't. You can't be like your classmates. If you want to be like your classmates, then go back and just go back to your unbeliever life. And you are free to do so. The kingdom of God is not a prison. It's not a prison. It's a place for a unique few. Sometimes I don't even understand, but I, I mean, I understand. But sometimes the craze today's pastor has for numbers, even though it's good, we must save the world, we must witness to the world. There is also, I believe, that there is a certain crossing of a barrier that we must be careful about. As we try to bring the whole world into the church. Because that's not the gospel. The whole world cannot come into the church. Yes. The whole world cannot come into the church. The kingdom of God has always been is and will always be 
for a few. There's no crusade. There, you can pack the world with one billion evangelists. They can never change the will of God. The best life you can have is to be a Christian. It's the best life. The best life. I mean, there's no life. In fact, eternal life. I've taught you already. Eternal life is the highest form of life. You know, we have the life of plants. We have the life of animals. And we have the life of human beings. Naturally, in life, humans occupy the highest. So, grass and plants... You can destroy them and not much can will be done to you. There are just a few countries where if you cut a tree, you go to jail. But normally in life, a tree, I mean, there's not much. But, but, but anyway. So, 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 a plant has a lower life than an animal. The value of an animal is higher than the value of a plant. All things being equal. And a human being, human life. So there's plant life. Hello? There's animal life. And there's what? Human life. Now, human life is higher than animal life. What will happen to you when you kill a human being? It's different from what will happen to you if you kill a cow. Yes, it's different. Now, there is another life that is higher than human life. It's called eternal life. It's higher than human life. Is the life of God. Eternal life is not the life you live in heaven. You started here. When you get born again today, eternal life starts today. It's a type of life. In fact, the Christian life might well be called eternal life. It's a type of life in God. When you give your life to Christ, eternal life starts. Now, I made this detour to say to you that eternal life is for a few people. You know, in life, only a few people enjoy. I'm preaching. Listen to me carefully. In any area of life, only a few people are at the top. Only a few. Nice. Only a few people are at the top. Only a few. The masses are at the bottom. If it's money, only a few people have money, are rich. Only a few. 
you can go and collect all the money in Asia and add it to Europe and add it to America and a few of Africans and their wealth and share it equally so that the whole world, I hear everybody, if the, the world's money is said, everybody will get say, $500 or $150. Yeah. Everyone, if everybody must have some equal sharing. I hear after two weeks, the money will find itself back to where it came from. <laughs> Only a few people are wealthy in school. Only a few people get above 80%. Only a few. In the university, only a few people get first class. I mean, when you talk about the best part of life, it is always a few people. Listen to me. Only a few marriages are quality and nice. Most of everything is below par. So when it, I'm, 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 I am hammering in the understanding that you must be peculiar. Don't, don't, don't be disturbed if you are alone in your in your world. You were meant to be alone in your classroom. You were meant to be just you and your friend. Never sleep and dream that one day your entire class will be speaking in tongues. Or the whole town, the whole village, the whole city. It can never happen. Never. Never. Because eternal life is too quality to be for everybody. Matthew 7 verse 13, New Living Translation. Matthew 7 verse 13. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gates. That's it. There's no other gate you can use to enter the kingdom. <laughs> the, the, road, the, the, the gate is narrow. The highway to hell is broad and its gate is wide for the many who choose that way this equation will never change many will always be going to hell if you want to be like everybody you will go to hell because everybody is going to hell. If you want to be part of the crowd, you are ending up in hell because more people are going to hell than are going to heaven. Why? Because even the gates should tell you it allows a few. Verse 14, verse 14, verse 14. But the gateway to life is very narrow. These are red letters, Jesus' words. The gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult and everybody finds it. Many people are finding it. Listen to me. We have a mandate to win the lost. 
we have a mandate to fill the church. The house of God must be filled. But I'm telling you that if you try to fill the church at the expense of this, you will end up gathering hell-bound human beings. Is there? You are looking at a, a pastor who is all for big church. Me, Charlie, I sleep, I eat, I drink mega, meganess. Meganess. But I'm telling you that I also believe that more people are hell bound than the people who are entering. If we use numbers, then even if we fill this church seven times on a Sunday, it will still be a small number compared to the people who are in town. So there is a case, there's a place for building a big church because it will still be a minute fraction of the population. But don't open the gates. It's supposed to be narrow. Don't make it free for all. Any Ragamuffin can come into the kingdom of God. Anybody can come. Anything can happen. Hey, the life of the believer is a uniquely peculiar life. A peculiar people. A chosen generation. A royal priesthood. I'll talk about that one day. A holy nation a peculiar people that is who we are anybody who comes around here and wants to be here and also be like the world you've lost it it. that you must backslide so you can go back to the world We are a peculiar people. We are not supposed to be like everybody. Actually, we are supposed to be different from everybody. So when you see that in school, all your friends have got their nicknames, they, 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 they are fooling, they are, they are drinking, you know, fooling in in town and you seem to be different take it that is how it's supposed to be don't desire to be like them I, i've got classmates we have been on a page i don't desire to be like them and they know it no i'm saying that be aware that your numbers will be smaller than the rest just be, be aware that in your class you may be just two of your type In your class of 40 members or 60 members, you will be just three. Don't seek to be like everybody. A peculiar people that is different from the rest. How you live your life, how you do business, how you, how you live your life in school, whatever you are doing. 
you are supposed to be different from everybody else. So today, I'm going, I'm going to point number three. The point number one was, after you are born again, accept that you are set apart to become a peculiar person with a peculiar life. You are set apart. Number two, after you are born again, you are set apart to become a peculiar person with a peculiar life by physical separation from unbelievers. Say physical separation. Say I must be physically separate from unbelievers. No, because you see, the Christian life is a life we live towards God. We come to God. When you get born again, you are coming to Christ. If Christ is standing there and the world is there, for me to draw close to Christ, I must necessarily move away from the world. I mean, if I find myself close to the world, it means that I am far from God. He that will be a friend of the world is an enemy of Christ. He that will be a friend of Christ will be an enemy of... You can never have both. You can't have both. This is Jesus. This is the world. You can't be near Jesus and be near the world. That's what the second principle is that if you want to be peculiar, you must learn to be physically separate. And I preached about it last week. Find the message. Don't stand where unbelievers stand. Don't sit where they sit. Ah, I forgot to announce. I forgot to tell you this. Sorry. I was going to cheat you. Listen to this. Even in the church, don't seek to be like everybody. Most people sitting in church are unspiritual. <laughs> because Matthew 7, 14, 13 and 14 also applies to the church. Most people in the church are hell bound. Yes. My wife went to a church. She had been sent. Those days she was in charge of uh, bishop's books. And something else she was doing on a Sunday. So you were visiting churches to do something. Church by meeting pastors. One day, she went and she went to the back. When she went, the service was going on. And she went to the back. I don't know whether it's my wife or somebody who told me this story. She went to the back. As she was sitting there waiting for the service to end, there were three girls in front of her at the back watching pornography. Was it you? Yes. That's my wife. She's the one sitting here. In the church. At the back. Watching pornography. (laughs) I mean, when you come to God, when you come to the church, know God yourself and follow God yourself. Don't try to look around to be like other people sitting around you because not every, even in this not everybody in this service is interested in even what I'm preaching about. Nobody's interested. Where I stand, I see. I can see you. I can see you. 
I see everything. Not everybody is interested. So, so if you come here to the church and your mind is that, I mean, you want to be like everybody in the church, you will be surprised that you will end up as an unbeliever. Because as I hear also, here also, the, the gate to the blessings in this church, it's, it's a narrow gate. Only a few are in it. Steph, don't desire to be like this man. You don't know who he is. Don't desire to be like this person. Don't know who he is. Know God yourself. Know God yourself. Now, I'm talking to the six of us in this service who are interested in knowing God. Not the the, the masses. Most of you here don't have any interest. If I ask, how many of you came to church with a Bible and a notebook and a pen? We will embarrass ourselves. That service will end. Look at the pastor. Look at the pastor here. She has a pen. She has a notebook. She has a Bible. What, what, what else should a person do? Look at them here. So always, you see that. And you see, as you, as a, as a pastor of this, as I move to the back, I discover, look at this young man. That's a pen. That's a notebook. His Bible is there. You see it. She has, she has a pen. She's taking notes in the book. The, as I go to the back, I, I, even right now, I'm finding less people writing, less people interested. It's always the case. So I'm just saying that even on this row, even on the front row, mommy, don't, don't seek to be like him. Ha. Huh. Do you know something? If you are a Christian, if you are a believer, I'll teach you something. The first person you must desire to know is Jesus Christ. (laughs) If you don't know Jesus, you'll be very hot. If you don't know Jesus, you don't know, like Paul said, that I may know him. If you don't know Jesus, why will you be very hot? Because as a Christian, even as a pastor, as a pastor like me, you are supposed to follow your pastor. Follow a Christian brother. Somebody must lead you. But the instruction is that follow him as he is following Christ. So you must know about Christ to know that he is following Christ. <laughs> if you think that your search and your spirituality is going to end with him. That you must pray that he doesn't deviate. Because if this man deviates, it's over because you don't know the mark. Everybody must know the mark. The mark is not a bishop. The mark is not a reverend. The mark is, a, is our Christ and our Lord Jesus Christ. He's a mark. And you must know him. You must know that this one is not Jesus. Ah, otherwise, people with titles will derail you. Oh, yes. Lady reverence will derail you. Lady apostles will derail you. Lady sisters will derail you. You need to know that, look, you see, you see why should you follow it? Now, now, if you knew 
Jesus Christ, then you wouldn't need to follow anybody. How we follow people is that people we follow make it easier for us. To, you see, they, 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 they help us and make it easier for us to obey. When you see, because Jesus is really, 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 really Jesus. It's, it's on the pages of a paper. Really, the Jesus you know, the God you know, is in a book. And of course, in your heart. And it's not easy to obey. It's not easy to obey instructions. So when you see somebody who has made it, you are encouraged that if this brother's basenta can grow from three to 28, then mine, so I, I follow him to know how he was able to build his basenta from three to 28. That's why we follow. If somebody can live a pure life, you can say, if this brother can stay pure, then I'll also be like him. Each time I go to his room, the music playing is gospel music or a message being played. If a brother can live this way, then I'm also encouraged to put away my unbeliever music, to put away my worldly things and follow someone who makes it easier for me. But you need to know Jesus. Don't sit here and think that some bishop will show you Jesus. Find him yourself. There's the bishop, as I'm standing here, I, I am hot. I'm looking for my Jesus myself. After preaching, I'm humbly going to in my room and find my God. Find yours. Today, the principle is principle number three. After you are born again, you are set apart to become a peculiar person with a peculiar life by your pure and holy lifestyle. Say pure and holy lifestyle. After you are born again, you are set apart to become a peculiar person with a peculiar life by your pure and holy lifestyle. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air. The spirit that now worketh in the spirit in the children of disobedience. But I'm going to make a comment soon. Remind me, the children of disobedience. Among whom also we were we all had our conversation in times past, in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us. But God, who is rich in mercy, 
Now, ladies and gentlemen, holiness will be the big characteristic that will make you peculiar in this world. Holiness, say holiness, holiness. Will, will always be the big characteristic that will make you peculiar. The whole world follows the last of the flesh and the last of the mind. If you are not a believer, you will fulfill the desires of the flesh and the mind. After you are born again, you will still leave desires in your flesh and desires in your mind. The difference between you and an unbeliever is that you do not fulfill these desires. The difference between a Christian and an unbeliever is that a Christian does not fulfill the desires. The whole world follows its desires for sex. That is why our world has millions of fornicators, adulterers, homosexuals, and immoral people. Everyone simply does what he feels like doing. After you are born again, you cannot just do what you feel like doing. This is what it means to be born again. You can't just do what you feel like doing. A mark of the unbeliever is that what he feels like doing, she goes to do it. That's an unbeliever. I know a girl personally. When she was in the university, she was cutting her hair, haircut. Like girls, some, not every girl does these wigs and so on. Some are into, they just cut their hair. UST. And there was a barber who, was, who comes around to, bab, to to cut the hair. So she called the barber to come. So the barber was cutting her hair. I can mention her name, mention her family members, tell you where she stays, and tell you what she does in church. Oh, you beg. Okay. As the, she, the guy was cutting her hair, she just felt like having sex. I think the guy had cut this part. She just held the guy's hand and said, he should stop. He should stop. I'm not joking. I'm saying that when you are a believer, you can't do what you feel like doing. She just got up from the chair, went and locked the door, and pulled the curtains. Yes. She had sex with the baba. A baba in just comes in the, in the universal. She, she, she and the baba had sex, finished, and the baba continued cutting the hair. She's sitting here in church. That is an unbeliever, mommy. That's an unbeliever. When you give your life to Christ, you can't just baba yourself. You can't do what you want to do. You need to live a holy life. You know, right now, 
after this pandemic, something is going to happen. That's why I said, remind me about the children of disobedience. Now, as this pandemic is ending, we are going to start another cycle, which for now is a hundred years. Hundred years. Every hundred years, it happens. In 1918, there was the flu pandemic. So if you look, if you Google, you see people, we are not the first to be wearing face masks. They were wearing face masks. The, it, when you say pandemic, you don't say global pandemic. It's bad English. You don't say global pandemic. Pandemic itself means that it's a, it's a global something. There's nothing like a global pandemic. <laughs> it's just what? Pandemic. That's all. Now, when the flu pandemic ended, something happened to the world. What's about to happen? A new lifestyle called the Roaring Twenties. Roar, roaring like a lion roar. Roaring Twenties. Characterized by no limits. 1920 beyond. Sex parties debauchery drugs (laughs) no limits you can google it the roaring 20s and the word that was used was sexplosion sexplosion there was an explosion of sex and we are back to 2020 100 years. We've had our coronavirus pandemic. And what, so, so two things are happening now. Number one is that is, is, is the, there's going to be a high level of immorality in the married man, in the married woman, in the unmarried man, in the unmarried woman. I was just talking to a girl on campus. A secondary school girl. She just was going to school. She came for me to pray with her just before I came here in my my office. And we were just chatting. And she was talking about the the house she's in, secondary school. I mean, the girls are wild. Wild. They're in the school selling jeans, string, panties. Girls. SHS. Boys come with alcohol. They are, in fact, she said she's been in the school for two years. Even just last year, the level of disobedience was not the way it is now. He said, he said it's like they are always imagining ways of becoming better at doing wrong things. That's the world now. Yes, this is the roaring 20s. We are also going to have our new roaring 20s. Another thing that is happening is that suddenly, suddenly, there is now a disrespect for the elderly. It's just a few weeks ago. There's nothing like, I respect you because you have got gray hairs. 
So you see that now pastors are being insulted, chiefs are being insulted. States, I mean, when somebody is insulting, it's like it's like the person is breathing air. Yeah, it's like there is no limit when the president is being insulted. There's no limit. It is called it is called a season or an era of 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 debauchery. That's why he said it. That we were children of disobedience. Now, this is the era we are in. Some time ago, those, we, use, we even use the word gambling. I mean, gambling was done by the wealthy. I know two people, millionaires, when I was a child, who were gamblers. Grown men with their money and their ranches and their properties and their things. Those were the men. I mean, it, it, it was a very... I mean, casinos were not even in many places. Now, gambling is on your phone. They have changed the name to betting. You see, what I'm saying is that anybody here who just wants to be like everybody has already missed the mark because your mandate is to be different from everybody. Your mandate is to understand that very soon, everybody around you will be actively sexual. But you must decide to be a virgin. Very, very soon. I mean, as I sat with this little girl, I I became afraid. I mean, my children will get married and have children. I don't know what type of human beings they are going to be. What type of world will they be in? I mean, people that in Ghana, when we mention their names, we stand up. They are now like rags on social media. Like rags. Rags. And I'm saying that better make up your mind to stand aside. As a peculiar person. Make up your mind that if everybody is having sex, I will not. Make up your mind that if everybody is betting, I will not. Make up your mind that you will be different from the normal. Different from the usual. Because very soon, it will be normal to have a wife and other girls. Normal. You must decide that no matter the problems I'm having in my marriage, I'm going to stay true to God and stay true to my vow to God. Ephesians 4, verse 17. This I say, and I testify that you henceforth should not walk as other Gentiles walk. Don't live like other Gentiles live. Don't listen to music other Gentiles listen to. In the vanity of their minds, verse 18. Having their understanding darkened. And it's, it's also one of the things that is going to happen. In fact, today we are going to pray about this, but time didn't allow us in the 8 cm. Hopefully next week. I don't know what God will lead us to. But we are going to pray that God will give us understanding because one of the key things, sometimes even right now, when I sit back and I look at how people 
are living their lives and the decisions they've taken and what they are doing. I ask myself that, does this person not, can't he see what is ahead? I mean, can't this person just analyze and see that this path I've chosen will not help me but it is, it is one of the things. It's called understanding is darkened. So they, they, you, you in the light will have a certain understanding. But they don't understand. You don't understand. I mean, why can't I insult my father? Why? Who is he anyway? No, I'm asking the question. Why cannot if my mother is fooling, why can't I insult her? If my father is disturbing my peace, why can't I insult him? If my pastor is misbehaving, why can't I tell him off? I mean, why? What is special about a pastor? Who is he? Is he not just a man wearing underwear? One of the end time evils is the evil, because you need to do that before you can destroy yourself. You need to destroy all the walls and all the power blocks in your life so that you can have a free wheeling life. You, you, you need to live a life in such a way that nobody can stop you from what you want to do. Now, yes, because if your pastor is ruling your life, you ask, why? Wow, you can't. No. What, what is this? What are you doing? So the first thing you must do is that you must rubbish him in your head, in your mind. Some of you in this service, sitting here, don't have any respect for me. And I know it. I know it. You know, sometimes some people feel that they are the only intelligent people in, the, in town. But we, we have also been to school. How is it possible that only you went to school? Where do you think I learned my English from? I'm, no, I'm asking you. How do you think that you are the only smart person? So, that, so where does that leave me? If you're the only smart person, where does that leave me? So you see, it is, it is, it is a trend. And now, Christians, non-Christians, forget about Christians, bishops, pastors, Somebody with a title bishop can take his father, his spiritual father on. Yes. Why? It is, it's a spirit that is now ra- raging and ravaging the world. You need to decimate authority so you can have the boldness to live the life you want to live. Why do you think the prodigal son moved away from home? Because most of what he did in the presence of his father I'm preaching about holiness. I'm preaching about holiness. You can't. You can't just be sleeping with a girl. You can't. Any girl you sleep with, you'll be a woman, you have gone to do knocking, engagement, and marriage. You can't. You can't. So that girl, that Baba girl, I know her. She doesn't do that anymore. You, no, you can't. 
You can't, you can't read a book because you feel like reading it. You can't talk to somebody because you feel like about At home, did our fathers not slap us? Normally, when, when, when your friend slaps you, don't you slap him back? But when your father slaps you, those days when life was real, would you slap your father back? But today, today, what are you talking about? There's nothing like father. There is nothing like father. It doesn't exist. And I pray for you that you will not buy that, that lie. I pray for you that in your, in, your, in your head, there must be, there must be authority figures. Yes. If your name is Paul, a suman, it means your father is a suman. Mr. A suman. You cannot take Mr. Osei as your father. Yeah. Your spiritual father is your spiritual father. And I'm saying it because it is happening now. Yeah, people in branches who have who have disregarded their branch pastors and are, and are, and are, and are, and are swearing their allegiance. But see, all such people have their understanding darkened. This morning, I told you, I said, "Oh, not you." I told the group I met yesterday. I said, "Be very careful, anybody." It was a group of pastors. I said, if you are in this room and I can and I offend you or you get offended by me, it means you are proud. It means you it means you have it means that you have left. To be to be offended by me means that you are a big man. You have now become big. And you need that, you know. You need it. You need to be offended by me to form the basis for all the irrational things you are going to do. There must be something to stand on. So you find people in recent times, I've found people doing certain things. When they are asked, they say that I was offended. I can't do this. I'm offended. It's what you are doing wrong. I know it's wrong, but I can't help myself. I'm offended. But I'm, I'm sure you know that a house help cannot be offended by her madam or her boss. A house help. Today, I'm talking about holiness. But I'm just, I'm, I'm just not telling you, be holy, stop with that boy, stop with that girl, stop smoking. No. To be holy, you need an authority figure to say no. You must have somebody. And I'm saying that right now, there is, there is rebellion. The spirit of rebellion has taken over the world. In the, in, in the church, there's nothing like a pastor. We are all the same. In the, in the church, there's nothing like a pastor. Somebody wrote a whole serial article, serial, and 
was warning the world about the messages preached by his pastor, former pastor, because he has got something. Uh, everyone must have something to stand on. And I'm saying that one of the things you can get to stand on is, is a platform called offense. Yeah. So don't build it. If you build that platform, you will do amazingly bizarre things, which, which even, even sometimes you will know, you yourself will know, what I'm doing is wrong, but you can't help yourself because you are standing on something. So don't stand on it. Don't be offended. Don't be offended. Try to heal. You know the body, why, why am I saying try to heal? Because you can heal. You know the body, our normal body, if I come, I mean, I can't do that. If, or maybe as you are moving around, something cuts you right now. On a normal day, you don't even need to go to the hospital. But we have to go because we have imagined all kinds of vain things. Your body is, even, even when your body is bleeding, after a while, the bleeding will stop because the body itself has a way of plugging that hole. Yes, the body itself, your body has a way of healing a wound. Physically, your body has a way of stopping bleeding. That's why when something cuts you, you don't bleed for 10 years. It stops. It stops. That's a normal body. And I checked before I came. I got the records of the church and I saw your name. And I, and I, and I saw that you are a normal Christian. So you should also spiritually be able to heal anything that cuts you. Believe God to heal. I am working on myself. I'm working on myself. Holiness is not just fornicating or smoking or drinking or smoking wee or I don't know what else you can list. Holiness is any departure from the will of God. That's why we have Basenta leaders. Somebody who can tell you to come to church. Who can say you can't wear this dress? Who will ask you, why were you not in the, in the prayer meeting? And the Basenta leader also has a pastor over him. <laughs> and that pastor can also tell the Basenta leader, why you didn't preach well? Your numbers are going down. Who is this friend I came to your house to meet? Who is this girl you are working with? And that pastor also has a pastor over him. And that pastor over him also has a pastor over him. And that pastor also has pastor. You must, you must, you must not, you must not destroy ancient landmarks. Don't. Because it only makes you big. Look at my face well, sir. If you destroy authority above you, the only thing I know in the Bible it does is that it makes you big. You are now not under any authority. And that bigness is bigness that only leads to an explosion. And I'm saying that if this man is your father, you cannot rubbish him and go and take Mr. Osei as your father. Your father will be your father. Whether he's a drunkard, he's a weed smoker, he's a, he's a cocaine addict, he's in jail, he's, he has got HIV, he's your father. It's, it's, it's part of it. It's rebellion. I'm saying that now, 
the spirit and 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 the, and the read about it the roaring 20s it began with domestic rebellion because you must rebel domestically to be able to move into town sorry you must rebel I'm, I'm talking about the Christian life and I'm just asking you that, watch out because it's not going to be like this all the time and I want you to, every day you wake up, expect it to get worse, expect rebellion disrespect for authority expect that your, ne- your next door neighbor will be talking about the pastor in a way you'll be, ah, is this person is, still, is, is he still in this church, is he still a member I mean how what is going on and you need it for you to be free so you can destroy yourself. I pray that your understanding will be enlightened. Being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. The heart is blind. You'll be surprised. Is there anybody here who has seen someone doing something? And you ask us, ah, but doesn't this person know that this is wrong? Can this can I see your hand? Oh, ah, but can, can this person not see that this is this is abnormal? No. Having their understanding, if you understand what I've just said, you won't laugh. You will rather cringe in fear. And some of us, as parents, you know that you are sowing seeds. Listen to me very carefully. Now the, the parent is bewildered. It could happen to me. It could happen to you. It could happen to anybody else. But how does it happen? Blindness. 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 Even when you see a woman wearing a brazier and a blouse cry, even as she's walking and the breast is shaking, something is doing. Yeah. What, is what is this? What is this? What is this? What is this? Somebody doesn't, even when you remove when you remove the pills, it still doesn't. It's, it isn't a small thing. That is the spirit in the world now. Wake up and have your quiet time. Wake up and read your Bible. What is coming? You've not seen some before. Yes, like like what is happening now? We've not seen some before. I've never seen some before. I mean respected people I said I mean even when the name is mentioned you, you are wow no not that there's nothing like a president of a country no no if you must be insulted you'll be insulted to your underwear God have mercy but I pray that there will be a generation of believers who understand authority who understand fatherhood who understand honor the Bible says you must rise before the gray head Yes, I pray that there will be a new generation of children who read their Bibles and who, uh, who don't just read their Bibles, but they tremble at the word of God. Let the word of God guide you because the world we are living in is a dangerous world now. 
I want you to stand to your feet and let's close the service. We'll come back and continue. And holy, listen to me, listen to me. Me, 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 I will never sit down with anybody who has something bad to say about the church I'm in. I will not, because, not that I don't like you or any church for that matter. But why? Because, you see, I will not let you pollute me. Because I can be polluted. Yes. We can have a discussion. Today, I know people who are just waiting to leave the church. They're just waiting to leave the church. It's just a matter of time. They will not be in the church anymore. And the reason is that they've been polluted. And sometimes people are genuinely offended. I mean, things happen. We are human beings. I mean, as I've been preaching right now, I've been preaching for some 40, 45 minutes. I am, I'm sure I've offended somebody. I'm very sure I've offended, especially someone like me, the way I preach this type of basa basa, not proper preaching. You see that? I can offend. Why? Allow me to offend. I'm a human being. Don't set standards for me that you wouldn't want to be set for you. I said, don't set standards for me that you wouldn't want your son at home to set for you. Because the standard you set for me will be set for you. With whatever measure you meet out, it shall be meted out to you. Any measure you measure out shall be measured out to you. I want to ask you if it is possible for me to ask you to raise your hand. If it's possible that I can tell you to raise your hand. Those, the few of you who can raise your hand, if I say raise your hand, can you raise your hand, the few of you, and just pray for, to God. Ask God. As God to keep you holy. To keep you holy. To keep you holy. Father, keep us holy, Lord. Makasela. Rambazuli and Rebe. Makandala Baya. Lekandayanama. Masoka. Rebali Mayandelebe. Makandelebe. Father, keep us holy, Lord. Holy. Keep us holy, Lord. Lekandalaba. Rebandalabaya. Kamandalabaya. Move away. Masamanderebe. Move away from impure people. Move away from impure people. They are not pure. Move away from them. Give us the strength, O oh God, to move Pray. away, to be pure, to be pure holy. And holy. To live the pure and holy. life, Lord. Pure and holy. Pure and holy. That will be pure and holy, Lord. That will be pure and holy, pure and holy, pure and holy. At home, we will be pure and holy. In our conversations, we will be pure and holy. That we will have respect for the gray hair. 
Masundari and Alaba, Repanwandala Bay, Meteri and Alaba, Yekandala Bayanda Lebele at home, Lord, on social media, Lord, our speeches, Lord, with our fathers, with our authorities of God that have been yes. set over us, Lord. Father, may we be pure, may we be holy in our minds, in our thinking, may our understandings not be darkened. Lapandia Rabama Soya, Remaliandala Kabe. I want you to quietly talk to God yourself and ask him to keep you to keep you on this road let you finish well not with curses not hell bound but to finish strong help God should help you to make the right choices lift your hands and talk to God the right choices Talk to God about your life. Every day, your daily living, the things you do with your life, the friends you keep, the choices you make, the steps you take. Yes, Lord, help us. The choices we take, Lord. The steps you take. The steps we take, Lord. The places we go, the people we talk to, the things we hear, the things we allow ourselves. Oh, your past mistakes. Move away from them. Yes, Lord, help. God always gives us a second chance. Can mm. start again. Mm. Yes. If you are here, you are not living a holy life. Jesus. You can start again. 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 Help us to start again. Lady Pastor Lauren, please come and stand here. I, I feel the Lord is telling me to give you some work to do. I've never thought of you that way. But I believe the Lord is asking me to tell you to organize a group that prays during services. No further comment. There's a blessing in it for you. As we are here, they must be rotating. They're in a room. One group is in a room praying, 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 praying. The next week they are here and so on. And that's their work. That's the work. Just like Lady Reverend Emma is also on a certain prayer campaign. That is an assignment for you. Destroy it not. For a blessing is in it. Every eye closed and every head bowed, please. Every eye closed and every head bowed. If you are here today, you want to give your life to Jesus Christ. You want to surrender your life. You are living in sin. You are tired of living in a certain way. You want to surrender your life and submit your life to Jesus Christ. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. Pastor, please pray for me. Pastor, please pray for me. I want to know Jesus. I want to know him personally. Pastor, please pray for me. If you are here like that, and you want me to pray with you to receive Jesus Christ as your savior, just lift your hand. I'm going to pray with you. Yes, just lift your hand high. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. I want to, I see your hand. I see your hand. Lift it high, high, above your head. Today is your day. Everybody has a day. Yes, everybody has a day. 
lift your hand high above your head. Pastor, today I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to know Jesus. I want to know him personally. I want to be born again. I want a changed life. Lift your hand high. Lift your hand. Lift your hand. I'm going to pray for you. Now if your hand is lifted up, I want you to please come to me here. Come to me here. Take your Bible. Take your phone. Take your notebook. And come here. Clap your hands for them. Come, my dear. Come. I'm waiting for you. You want to give your life to Jesus? Come. Clap your hands for them. They are coming. Come to Jesus. Let him change your life. He can change lives. want to join them you can come I want you to please lift up your two hands and I want you to repeat this prayer I want to pray with you make it your prayer when I say it you say it after me. You repeat it. But repeat it not as if I am the one praying it. But repeat it as your prayer. So please close your eyes. And say this prayer. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today. Today. I realize I am a sinner. I realize I am a sinner. A sinner in need of salvation. A sinner in need of salvation. I am dirty. I am dirty. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. I need to be washed. I need to be washed. I've done many bad things. I've done many bad things. But today I've heard your word. But today I've heard your word. And I ask you to Lord to forgive me. And I ask you to forgive me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. And wash me. And wash me. Make me a new person. Make me a new person. I want to walk with you. I want to walk with you. I want to know you. I want to know you. When I die, when I die, I want to go to heaven. I want to go to heaven. Today, today, I'm starting a new life. I'm starting a new life. Please receive me, Lord. Please receive me, Lord. And please make me your child. And please make me your child. I want to belong to you. 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 Please make me your child. Please make me your child. Oh God. Oh God. Remove the blindness. Remove the blindness. I have been blind. I have been blind. I'm in darkness. I'm in darkness. My understanding. My understanding has been in the dark. Has been in the dark. Please let your light shine. Please let your light shine. The light of your word. Light of your word. Let it shine. Let it shine. So that I can live a normal life. So that I can live a normal life. Thank you. Thank you. For this new life. For this new life. For this new life. For this new life. I am now born again. I am now born again. And I thank you. And I thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Clap your hands.
Now, the next thing I, I want you to know is that you need someone to help you. Like a baby which is born, a mother must help the baby. Or that the baby will die. And the baby is just lying there. A mother must go to the baby, give the baby her breast to drink milk. A mother must bath the baby. A mother must carry the baby for weighing. So today, I also want to give you some people who will care for you. Who will visit you. Who will teach you. Who will feed you. Who will help you. Who will say that this is wrong. This is right. And they will pray with you. And be a mother and a father to you. Do you see the two pastors who are standing there? The two pastors. Can you see them? The women standing there. Yes, they are going to care for you. They are leaders of a team that will care for you. They will visit you and they will help you. I want all of you from here. Come with me. Let's go. Come. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Clap your hands. Clap your hands for them. And I mean it. Clap. Keep clapping your hands. And as you clap your hands, I want us today to clap for our Basenta leaders. Clap for the Basenta leaders. They are the heroes of the service. Clap for them. Appreciate them. They are going to grow to become anointed pastors and anointed vessels in the name of Jesus. Amen. I want us to take our communion. If you didn't come with your bread and your wine, just, I don't know, just lift your hands and join us as we pray. But next time, try and remember to come with your communion elements. It's very, very important. It's very, very important. Take your bread. Sing it, my dear. I will pass over you. That's a reason we eat the bread and drink the wine. When I see the blood, it activates when I see the blood. something supernatural in our lives. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. Lift your bread if you have it. Power is about to be released. Amen. Power to heal. Amen. Power to deliver. Amen. Power to sustain. Amen. Power to keep you running and walking and forging ahead. Amen. The bread in your hand will give you energy. Energy. Will restore your life. Will keep you always remembering that there is a Jesus mm. who shed his blood yeah. for you. Say the blood. Say the body of Jesus. The body of Jesus. The bread of life. The bread of life. Say the bread of life. The bread of life. Say as I eat this. As I eat this. I receive life. I receive life. I receive strength. I receive strength. I receive healing. I receive healing. The bread of life. The bread of life. Let's eat it. When I see the blood. Oh, the precious blood of Jesus. I will pass over you. The blood of Christ. As you drink it, 
diseases in you will melt away. I said diseases in you will melt away. Sicknesses will vanish. Somebody is next in line for a miracle testimony of something that disappears from your body, disappears from your life, so that you will know that God rules in the affairs of man. The blood of Christ. The cup of blessing. The cup of blessing. Let's drink it. Lift your hands and pray, please. Lift your hands and pray. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself. When I see the blood. Father, thank you that evil is destroyed in our lives. Amen. Satan's plans are demolished in our lives. Amen. That anything that is ahead of us that doesn't line up with your will is taken away from our life. Amen. Thank you for escapes. Amen. Thank you for deliverance. Amen. Thank you for healings. Amen. Thank you for miracles. Amen. Thank you for your power. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That we will continue to walk with you. Yes, Lord. And experience your hand. Yes, Lord. In every area of our lives. Amen. In Jesus' name. Jesus name. Amen. 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 You may please be seated.